This is Xane Anderson, and welcome to the Principal Podcast today. Today, I'm thrilled to have Parker Wilson with us today, and she is an investor. She, she invests in early-stage companies that are mission-driven, that focus on sustainability. She's with Dual Boot, I hope I say that right, Dual Boot Partners, did I say it correctly? You did. And she has a lot of business experience, and she's uh, been willing to come on the podcast today. Thank you for being with us today, Parker. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you're in this really unique situation, and I've heard a little bit of your story. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and growing up and how you got into to business? I'd love to hear that. Sure, happy to. I was born in a very small town in North Carolina, Lexington, go Yellow Jackets, and grew up there my entire life, moving one mile one side of my grandparents' house to one mile the other side, so always rooted in this community and had the privilege of growing up within the walls of a family business, which I think was pretty foundational to how I saw the world uh, and how I've chosen the different career paths that I've chosen over time. And uh, to give you an example of how rooted I was in all things family business, when I turned six, the only thing I asked for was a leather briefcase and a business suit. So I definitely got brainwashed that, you know, the business life was a cool place to be I thought it meant high heels and suits and not, you know, hard and late nights figuring out what that Excel spreadsheet meant. Um, I grew up next door, as I mentioned, to my grandparents and both had a really pivotal role in my life. I spent pretty much every day with them after school on weekends. My granddad would pick me up at six in the morning every Saturday and take me to his office. Uh, he started a mail order catalog company that launched an e-commerce site in 2009, focused on women's apparel, and that's the that's the world I knew. So four times a year, so he, I got to travel around to New York with him. I'm sorry, how, tell me, how old were you when your granddad, your grandfather, started picking you up? Good question. Um, he started the business before I was born, so he started taking me. I actually have a picture of me celebrating my first birthday at National with 150 employees in the lobby. So it was how, every part of my life. And how old were you at that time? I'm sorry if I, if I missed it. I was one. One. He, he started the business wow. when my mom was 13. The business is now over 70 years old. Wow. Yep. And he was bringing you to things when you were very young. He was. He started involving me at the business in the business at a really young age. Our birthdays were a day apart, so we celebrated everything together and did a lot of work life together. He has an interesting story as well. He was orphaned when he was seven, never adopted, grew up in an orphanage in Lexington called the Junior Order Home, and then graduated from there when he was 18, never went to college. He drove taxi cabs and swept up popcorn in a movie theater, and ultimately somehow managed to build a business against all odds. You know, your grandfather, gosh, I get tingles as you say this. Your grandfather seems like this great guy. And he, you know, he, he didn't have parents of his own to teach him how to do this. Somehow his, his pain became his superpower probably, and he became very successful. One of the things that I love to hear though, is here's this very successful business owner who's bringing his granddaughter with him to, maybe you can tell us more about that. Somehow I managed to tag along to his business trips in New York. My mom went back to work at the family business as well when I started kindergarten. So it definitely was a family endeavor. My uncle also is a business owner, a small business owner. So really our family 
kind of would eat, sleep, breathe all things growing a business related. And he took me to New York. I did not tell you this part for quite a few years. My sister and I were the models on the front of the cover with another lady who was older, um, definitely family business through and through. So we got to go to New York for photo shoots, which was fun, but he definitely incorporated us in everything. And, uh, I think at my first photo shoot, I was maybe three, two or three. I can't remember. Um, but he took me from the time I was a toddler until I was in high school. I would go with him as often as I could, as often as school would allow. I got wow. to sit in on vendor negotiations. I got to go on buying trips. I got to really see the ins and outs of business and how he built it. And I think probably the best education, no offense to my undergrad and graduate programs that I attended, but certainly the best education I could have received. You know, I love that you say that. There was this thought, you know, I was talking to my brother and we were talking about this thing. What's the best way to educate someone? You know, we have these educational systems and what, and one of his thoughts was, well, what if you could just follow around the person you want to be with? Now I, I need to let you know, my brother went to Harvard in education. We talk about education all the time. So what if you could just follow around the person you want to be like? And you were lucky enough to, to be able to follow around your grandfather. And he had this amazing ability, it sounds like, to have work-life balance where he could work hard, but bring his granddaughter with him for years and years. And here you have become also a rock star business. And in, in many ways, possibly because your, your grandfather was willing to include you and have this kind of balance where he's doing work, but I'm, I'm including my daughter while I, or excuse me, my granddaughter while I work. Is that, is that the feeling you're getting? Yes. I mean, I think that that's certainly a unique privilege of family business, right? I don't think all of us, I certainly can't always bring my kids into the workplace or on a work trip. I'm not really sure that the conference that I attended in Charleston last week, I don't know that they would have appreciated my twin three-year-old boys running through the snack aisle. Hard to tell. But I certainly think the chance to really be present for those moments for him too, some of the hard ones as it relates to business and see the reality of that and still his ability to shift gears. He never missed a single voice recital, a single piano recital. Um, I was in high school theater. He never missed a play. He was there for everything. So he didn't, he definitely had a unique ability to be present for all important things. I think today we're in a season where we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be present for everything. I think we've gotten really good at guilt when that doesn't necessarily happen. Um, and I think we need to really evaluate how we, how our calendar reflects, you know, what's priority in our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. And sometimes there's some really hard choices to make, but I think that one thing I saw, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a couple time founder and a serial failure in the very best way. And, you know, I think coming from a family of entrepreneurs, I always wanted to build. I felt like I wanted to create something from the ground up. And I took a few, a few swings at that in my career path thus far. And what I found in having the unique opportunity to join Dual Boot, I was recruited to Dual Boot in late 2021. Everything rooted back to my desire to coach and support founders. Every business I built, everything I did was connected to small business and somehow elevating small business. And so the thing I see now in parallel of how my granddad built his business, he hired people much smarter than he was. He said that always. He surrounded himself, interestingly enough, with a mostly female executive team, which at the time was extremely rare. Mm -hmm. And 
I have stumbled into arguably the very best team I've ever had the privilege of working with. So for me, I know that for the season of life in which I am presently and the kind of life I want to live, working alongside incredible people is priority one. And I get to work with founders every single day. So while I'm not necessarily building my own product or concept or business that's come from my head or my heart, instead I get to connect with other people who are developing those things and I get to connect them with the resources they need to build it. I actually don't know that, I mean, I'm probably a little partial, but I don't know that there's any better job than what I get to do now. And I think it's largely due to the things I saw growing up that I was able to have the awareness to say yes to something like this. And I'm guessing your grandfather is now passed, passed on, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. But his influence is not, his influence continues through you because of the mm -hmm. things he did and showed you growing up. Is that right? And, and here you are, I love that, being able to, to, to support founders. And it's in your, it's probably almost in your DNA because you watched, I mean, you know how to do it from watching it. Well, I think, I think watching it, living it as a founder, it's given me deep empathy for a lot of things my clients tackle on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm able to speak to the people that I know with some authenticity and hopefully a bit of credibility in that I've gone to investor meetings. I've begged people for money for an idea. I've pivoted when something wasn't working. I've done the sleepless nights trying to figure out you know, what's the best next step? Certainly, I don't think to the level that my granddad did or some other people around me, but tried to scratch the surface on those things. And I think one thing too, that really has propelled me in my chase and kind of the choices I made in my professional career, I saw what he was able to build in a very small town. And at the time of his passing, what he was able to contribute back to the community. He always said that he believed the orphanage is the family that grew him up and he was indebted to the community for surrounding him. So when he died, everything he had, he left back to a, a theater that he rescued from being closed to keep arts as fundamental to our community, a domestic violence shelter, a community college that now has one of the best nursing programs in the state and countless other things that needed some elevation within our community. And that's the power of business. I mean, that's the power of capitalism. That's it, it, as, as much as it can be a dirty word and can be really challenging at times to navigate how do we use business for good. I do think these generational businesses that are built on the idea of connection and people and community, you know, big things happen. And to me, that's all I want to get up and do on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, that and hang out with my kids. <laughs> I love that. If somehow you're able to balance that. Um, I've, I've, I just, let me ask you this. There's probably listening. There, there are people here who are starting businesses, who are founding their own business, who are trying to juggle um, between, you know, I'm trying to start my business and still be a checked in, a present father or mother. Any advice that you would give to them? Mm. people who are building and parenting at the same time. Mm -hmm. One, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> um, it's tough, I think, to do both, right? Because in a lot of ways, a business is a child. It requires nourishment and time and attention. 
And I think to people who are navigating both at one time, my encouragement is flip the script on how you think it needs to happen. And I mean, both ways. Do we really need the 90 to 100 hour work weeks to get a business off the ground? And do we need to be present for literally every single thing in the lives of our children? I will tell you, and I could get a lot of pushback on that last statement. I will say that oftentimes the notes that I get from preschool and kindergarten, it does feel like there is an activity or requirement or party or field trip or spirit week or something every other day. And I'll be honest, I have dropped the ball on a couple here and there. I hold to the idea of when we juggle, we have lots of balls in the air. Don't drop the glass ones. The ones that are the milestone moments that we can't get back. The first day of kindergarten, that was a big one for me. I actually cleared almost my entire calendar that day and took PTO for, I think, at least the first four hours. One, because I knew that I could not hop on a client call afterwards with swollen red eyes from crying. Um, and two, because I didn't want to be thinking about the client call that was happening or even prepping for it that might be happening an hour after I dropped her off. When we can step back and look at our calendar with a lot of intentionality, you know, we can make room for those big moments. At the same time, there are also a lot of things that we cannot prepare for. I have seen the impact of seasonality of unexpected medical crises, of sudden family loss. There are things that happen in life that can derail our focus. Sometimes that needs to happen. I think that letting go of, it's easy to say this though, like letting go of the expectation of where you need to be tracking in your business so that there's room for those things, those big things to happen. I think it's more acceptance of the ebb and flow because there are going to be significant jolts on either side of the coin, right? Big things that happen with our kids and big things that happen with our business. The other piece for me is that I've not necessarily separated the two. I, again, it's a little different in family business of being able to just have your granddaughter tag along to a work trip in New York. It's not as easy to do with our kids probably day to day, but I have always been really open both with my clients and with my kids about the type of work that I'm doing. If a client needs me and I answer the phone and it's seven o'clock, they know good and well, there's probably going to be some noise in the background. And to me, there's no need to apologize for life entering into different parts of what we do because that just makes us human. Um, right. So said, I can't, I can't ever include my kids in my work. Maybe I can, yeah. To the extent there, there may be some people who can't actually say, Hey, I'm going to bring my, my child with me on a business trip. If I can, so, you know, kind of like your grandfather, not, not that it can happen all the time. I do like what you said about that too, about not, you know, you really need to work a hundred hours a week. Is there something that you could not do? And still, you know, we've heard these stories about people who climb the ladder of success and they're very, very successful financially, but then at some point they wish they would have done it a little bit differently because they wish they would have had a little bit more time with family. I was, I think about this with your grandfather, your grandfather, he, he built a successful business, was able to give back to a lot of people. But yet I would guess that his the influence that's going to last even longer than any of that money that he left to organizations in, in, in you himself. He, he set this example and you're going to be passing a lot of the things that you learned from him to 
your own children, who may pass it to their children. It could go on for hundreds and hundreds of years, long after a business has been has gone down. But I love this. You seem like you're very good at what you do. For any of the parents out there who want to find a way to fund their business or source their business, how can people get a hold of? I mean, how can people get a hold of you? LinkedIn is my go-to. That's the easiest place okay. to get a hold of me. So definitely a great place to find me and ask questions. I have a Calendly link as well. People will grab some time to talk through ideas. The company that I work for, Dual Boot Partners, I work really, really hard to connect founders with the resources that they need. We're a custom software development company that also provides business development support to founders that are developing really rad ideas, utilizing technology to change the world. So if there are things I can do to be helpful, certainly talking through the parenting piece too, you would be surprised how often, maybe you wouldn't be surprised how often some of my client calls will shift. This just happened last week, actually, with someone whose uh, son is the same age as mine. And we were talking through some of the behavioral challenges that exist. And, you know, that I think, I talk about this often. I think if we allow different parts of our life to fuel the other, right? I focus on why I do what I do. So much of it is for my children. And this concept of the 100 hour work week, I realized that I, I was in that space and have been even recently, really frenetic, feeling like I'm carrying the weight of the world and working those intense work weeks. When in reality, if I can step back and understand if I actually assign an hourly rate to my time, where is it most valuable in that moment? Where can I find support, whether it's a friend or anything to kind of fill the gaps in one area where I just you know, can't cover it? We don't need to be superheroes. All of us together, we're far better. And I think that's another piece that I carry on from my granddad. He definitely did not do anything solo. Uh, so I digress from where you can find me to chat, but there are so many topics I love to cover. Makes me really sad to think that I'll leave this earth one day, not having met every single person on it. I think people are capable of so much. And if we can just work together to draw that out of one another, I think we'd be in a lot better standing for sure. That. I got to tell you, just this conversation with you alone, I have now been inspired to take my children with me on some of my next business trip. I often will speak in different places in the country or I'll go do a, you know, a class here or something. And why not just take my kids with me? Let them be the assistant in the back of the room. Let them be, help me with the, whatever it is. And I think that is a great, um, thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for sharing with me. It's, it's inspired me. I'm going to do things a little differently. And I will make sure, I mean, it looks like people also, they could get a hold of you at this, this is dualbootpartners.com or your LinkedIn. Is that correct? Yes, you got it. Let's, we'll put that link in the show notes. So anybody who wants to reach out to Parker, we're so grateful, Parker, that you share your wisdom with us today. Um, gosh, I want to talk to you after, after sometime after the show, because you sound like you have this immense, you're a rock star in the business world that can help anybody who's trying to be a parent and get a business going. So you have can be awesome like your grandfather was and, and oh. pass great things on to the next generations. Thanks for being with us today, Barbara. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a privilege.